Okay, we're up to Daf Yudches Amid Aleph. We are two lines into the page. Just to remind us of what we're talking about, we said that if a Nazir accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, in a state of Tumah, so we said he doesn't, in the purification process, he doesn't bring Karbanos. The question is, does he shave his head? So, and, and the confusing, and, and I just wanted to make this point clear, I just had to sort of finish the Daf yesterday, ran out of time, but like, the difficulty is that a Nazir will shave his head when he's done his Naziris anyway. So like the, the, the Brysa says, oh, a Nazir who accepts his, his Naziris in a cemetery will yeshul be taglachas. Oh, you see, you see he shaves when he's purified. So the says, no, that shaving is referring to when he's done his Naziris, not from the purification process. So we're still back to trying to figure out, does a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a state of Tummah, um, does he actually have to shave in addition? Meaning, and this is actually a very good point to realize, Someone becomes Tameh, right? Average Joe becomes Tameh. He just does paraduma. Seven-day process, paraduma. That's it. A Nazar who becomes Tameh, classic Nazar, not in the cemetery, Nazar becomes Tameh, it's three steps. You, you, you do the paraduma. Then day seven, you shave. And then day eight, you bring Karbanos. So this Nazar who accepted his Naziris in a state of Tumah is not bringing a Karban. So there is no day eight for him. The question is, is day seven, is he just doing paraduma or is he also shaving? So the Gemara says, Tashima. Exactly yeah, it's the same process. So Tashima, the Brisa clearly answers it. The Brisa says, Vitime Rosh Nizrai, and the head of the Nazi becomes contaminated, meaning that he has to shave. Betar Shinit Makasimadaber, Shotan Avarasar Vatsiparin. The Brisa is. The, the Pasuk is referring to a Nazir who became Tameh, that a Nazir who became Tameh has to bring Karbanos and has to shave. The lifter is a Nazir of Kever, but if a Nazir accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, he is exempt. He doesn't bring Karbanos and he doesn't shave. Clear as day. Boom. And then the Gemara says, why do I need a Pasuk? Because the truth is, I would have a Kavachaymer the opposite. Meaning you could argue the opposite. If a Tahar person becomes Tame needs this for his purification, then if you were Tame from the beginning, think about how worse off you are. Think about how much more so you need to shave and to bring Karbanos. Meaning you might think that you would have to, you would, you would need it if you were Tame from the beginning. Tamaloimar sends the pas, says the Pasak, Vitimi Rosh Nizrai, Mishaya Tahar Vinitma Kasim. The Pasuk says, He became contaminated, which implies he was Tahar. So the Pasuk says, that you only need the carbon and the shaving for a, tam, a Nazir that became Tameh as opposed to a Nazir who accepted his Naziris in a state of Tameh. So you see from here very clearly that a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery does not, does not, uh, does not uh, shave and he does not bring Karbanas. Okay, now, Here's, here's the, the second shayla. We, we said yesterday, we had a b'risa yesterday. We've had this b'risa, I think, like three times over the last two dafim. So the b'risa says, Ein shenozar lenozir tahar shenitma, ela shetomai shenozar shvi shaloi oila minaminin, venozir tahar shenitma, ein shvi shaloi oila minaminin. The b'risa says, what is the difference between a nozir that became tame to a nozir who accepted his naziris in a cemetery? So the b'risa says, the difference is, when does the count begin? Meaning, when you have a nozir that accepted his naziris in a cemetery, when does the naziris begin? Well, as I said, and the, the, it's, it's very important to remember, he has potentially there's three stages. There's seven days of paraduma, 
Then there's day seven where you shave, and then there's day eight when you bring a carbon. Now, if you accepted your Naziris in a cemetery, there's no shaving, there's no carbon. So just day seven, boom, you're already starting. As opposed, says the Brisa, but if you have a regular Nazir who becomes Tameh, when does the Naziris begin? It begins after the Karbonos on day eight. So this Brisa clearly states, when does a regular Nazir, forget about a Nazir in a cemetery, when does a regular Nazir who became Tameh, when does his start begin? He restarts the clock of his Nazir's day eight after the Karbanos, and that's why there's a difference between a Nazir that accepted his Nazir's in a cemetery, which starts day seven, as opposed to a Nazir who became Tommy, where his clock restarts day eight. Now the Gemara says that's actually a Machlaikas Tanoim, meaning every Nazir that becomes Tommy, when does the, start, the clock restart? This Brisa says day eight, it's Machlaikas Tanoim, because there are opinions that hold that it actually restarts after he shaves. Even before he brings a carbon, he's already restarting the clock. So this Brisa, which says that the clock restarts day eight, Mantana, Amrav Chizda, Rebbe, it's the opinion of Rebbe. Dama Rebbe, Rebbe says, Rebbe's opinion is the morning of day eight, by the way, even before you bring the carbon, but the morning of day eight, the clock already restarts. Now, we're going to see there are different opinions, many, many opinions, but Rebbe's opinion is the morning of day eight, even before you brought a carbon, the clock has already restarted. Well, yeah, correct. This is even before the carbon. He has a Xerisakasa to prove that. And who disagrees with the Rebbe? Rav Yossi bar Yehuda. Rav Yossi bar Yehuda holds that the Naziris restarts on day seven after the shaving. So this Bryce is clearly not Rav Yossi bar Yehuda. Why? The whole point of the Bryce is what's the difference between a classic Nazir who becomes Tameh to a Nazir who becomes who accepted his Naziris in a cemetery? What does the Bryce say? The one who is in a cemetery restarts the clock day seven. This one restarts the clock day eight. That's not Rav Yossi bar Yehuda. Rav Yossi bar Yehuda holds every Nazir that becomes Tameh, the clock restarts day seven after the shaving. So you have a Machlekes of Yossi bar Yehuda. Rav Yossi bar Yehuda says that every Nazir that becomes Tameh, the clock restarts day seven before the Karbonos, before the day of the Karbonos. And Rebbe says, no, the clock restarts the morning of day eight. Okay, so the Gemara says, the Gemara says, my Rebbe, my Rebbe, what's the source? You know, who, where is the source of this machlokes? The Tanya, as the Braiza says, v'kidesh es rosho biyomahu, he shall re-sanctify his head, meaning his clock shall restart. Bayom havos karbonosav devi Rebbe. Rebbe says it's the morning of the day of his carbon, meaning the morning of day eight. Rav Yosef by Yehuda Omar, Biyom Taglachaso, Rav Yosef Yehuda says, no, it's the morning of day seven. So it's a machloikas, Rav Yosef by Yehuda and Rebbe, when does the clock restart? So the Gemara says, V'hadetnan, okay, so this is interesting, I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside. You have machloikas when the clock restarts, either day seven or day eight, when the, the morning of the carbon. So the Gemara says, I have a riddle. It's basically a riddle. And the one wants to know who authored this riddle. The riddle is like this, you have a Nazir, who becomes Tameh many, many times after he was Tahar, but he only brings one carbon. Now, the reason why that's a little tricky is because you'll say, like, oh, super easy. A Nazar becomes Tameh, and then a day later he becomes Tameh again, a day later he becomes Tameh again, day for seven days, and then he brings one carbon. No, 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 that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a Nazar who became Tameh, became Tahar again, then became Tameh again, multiple multiple uh, you know, processes and only brings one carbon. And the reason why that's tricky is because the rule is, it's based on Xerus HaKosov, once you get to day eight, and even if before you bring your carbon, if you become Tommy again, you gotta bring another carbon. The morning of day eight, since you could bring a carbon, it's eligible to bring a carbon, it sort of stops, it separates it. 
if you become tummy, so so basically here's the tricky part. We're looking for a nazir that is becoming tummy after he's tahar already, but before day eight, so that he only brings one carbon. Because again, if he becomes tummy on day eight, right? I'll give you an easy case. Nazir becomes tame. Day eight before he on his way to the Besamikdash, he becomes tame again. Only bring one carbon. No, no, no. If you become tame on the morning of day eight, because you it's the day that's eligible for a carbon, it's already a different a different cheshbin and you have to bring multiple carbonas. And you can't say it's he became tame day two because that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a nazir whose clock is already restarted, becomes tame, but only brings one carbon. So the Gemara says, you know who it's authored by? It's authored by it's authored by um Raviosi by Yehuda. Uh, Raviosi by Yehuda, the opposite names. Because according to Raviosi by Yehuda, when does the clock restart? Day seven. Day seven, you're already Tahar. So you become Tame day seven, but because you couldn't bring your carbon yet that day, you only bring one carbon. See, according to Rebbe, when do you become Tahar? When does the clock restart? Day eight. So, true, but it's already but it's already the morning of. Because it's True, true, but if you become, according to Rebbe, if you become Tameh the morning of day eight, you'll have to bring two carbonas because it's technically, once you reach the day of the eligibility to bring a carbon, it's already a new count. So you're looking for someone who became Tameh after the clock restarted, but before the eligibility to bring a carbon. Who is that? That's Rebbe Yosibar Yehuda. So the Gemara says, and the Mishnah says, in Krisos, Nazir Shinitma Tamos Harbe. You have a Nazir who's becoming Tahar, Tame, Tahar, Tame, many, many times. But he only brings one carbon. So the question is, how is that possible? Mantana, who offered that Brisa? The Mishnah. Amr of Chizda, Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda. It must be Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda. Damer Naziris Tahara Mishvi Chayla. According to Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda, it makes a lot of sense. You become Tahar and you restart the clock day seven. You can't bring the carbon to day eight. So if you become Tahar day seven, then become Tame, you'll only bring one carbon because the carbon, there was never an eligibility day to bring a carbon. So you became Tame. So technically you became Tame after being Tahar, after the clock restarted, but because there was never a carbon day, one carbon will suffice. The Gemara says it's Rav Yosibar Yehuda Mashkechesla, and the case is, you're constantly becoming Tame. Seven days later, you shave. Restart the clock, tell me again. Seven days later, shave, restart the clock, tell me again. Od pam, od pam, od pam. And you keep on doing this, but you only bring one carbon because the, 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 we're, you know, what makes it, what separates it for carbonos is becoming tame on the day of the eligibility. So you're looking for a person who became tame on, after the clock restarted, before the eligibility day. That's our view, by Yehuda. And the Gemara speaks it out. Um, and you only bring one carbon because you never had a day of eligibility because you never got to day eight. Because if it's Rebbe, it doesn't work. Why? If you say that he became Tame on day seven, well, the clock never restarted. So we're looking for someone who became Tame after they were Tahar. They were never Tahar according to Rebbe. Day seven according to Rebbe, the clock doesn't restart. You're still Tame until day eight. And if you say he become Tommy day eight, and if he became Tommy at day eight, the second the morning of day eight comes, which is when you're eligible, but that's also when you're, uh, you, it's the day of a carbon. Therefore, if you become Tommy, you have to bring a second carbon. So why that is, it's because once you hit the morning that uh, a carbon could be brought, then it already is like separates, it separates, it's, it's a different cheshben entirely. Rav Kivega talks about the lumdas mind, but that's, that's the mitzvah, that's the reality. So therefore, to, to find this riddle, which is, I became Tameh after 
restarting the clock, but before eligibility to bring a carbon. That's the only one that works is Rav Yossi Bar Yehuda. Why can't we say they're not Tohan until they brought the Kovah? We're saying we're then this quasi-state of like... Because, oh, so, no, so, so Rebbe holds that you're Tahar the morning of the Karban. Because that's based on Gzair Sakasa. We're going to have Psukim. It's Psukim. It's Psukim. So the Gemara says, well, my time is Rebbe. Exactly your question, which is, what is Rebbe Shita based on? You see, Rebbe Shita is a little bit funny because Rebbe is putting all the emphasis on the morning of day eight, which is the day of a Karban, but before the Karbanas are brought. So it's like, it's a little bit a little bit strange. The truth is, we're going to see at the end of the daf, the Chachamim sheet is different. They actually say, it's not a morning of day eight that the clock restarts, it's after you bring the Karbanos that the clock restarts, which I think makes a lot of sense. Rav, by the way, Rav Yosef also makes a lot of sense. He just goes with haircutting. He feels haircutting, you started the process, okay, restart the clock. Rebbe's a little funny, because he's like, it's the morning of day eight, because it's the day of the eligibility of a carbon that the clock restarts, but you don't actually have to wait for the carbon. So it's a little bit strange. So it's, it's based on Gzair Sakasav. What's the Pasuk? Amar Krav, Echiper Alav, Masher Chot Al Nefesh. The Pasuk says, you shall bring atonement, which is a carbon. Vahadar, and then the next Pasuk says, Vikidish is Rosha, you restart the clock. So you see that you have to go through the carbon and then restart the clock. Aye, that implies you actually have to bring the carbon. Oh, wait a minute. So we'll, we'll get to that. Rav Yossi Bar Yehuda, what's his, what, is he, what, is, what does he do? Because Rav Yossi Bar Yehuda feels that the source for uh, restarting the clock is not the day of the carbon. It's the haircutting day, the day before. Um, go to the next page. He says, I'll tell you why. According to you, that the Pasuk makes a lot of sense, which is it mentions the carbonos and then it mentions restarting the clock. So it sounds like it's after that. Then why does it say Bayomahu? Bayomahu is unnecessary. Just say the day of the carbon, you restart the clock. Bayomahu that day. So it says Rabbi Yosi that words are extra, so if it can't be referring to day eight, it must be referring to day seven. Meaning, although the flow of the Pasuk implies that the clock restarts, says Rav Yosef Bar Yehuda, after the carbon is brought, after the day of the carbon, but Bayomahu implies that it's a different day. Bayomahu meaning that day, meaning not the day of the carbon, Bayomahu, the day of shaving, which is day seven. So what does Rebbe do with Bayomahu, which is superfluous? Rebbe says Bayomahu is to tell you that it has to be the day of eight, but you don't have to actually bring the Karbanos yet. Bayomahu means Bayom, the morning of day eight, even before the Karbanos are brought, the clock has restarted. So that's it's Xerisa Kasev from the extra words by Yomahu to tell you that the day of day eight, he already restart the clock even before the Karbanas are going to be brought. Okay. Now, here's, here's the tricky part. I don't want to confuse everyone too much. I'll, I'll do my best. We, we said that there was a, a riddle. There was a riddle. And the riddle was, we're looking for someone who becomes Tame multiple times after restarting the clock, but only brings one carbon. And the reason why that's tricky is because you have to wait for the clock to restart, the Naziris to restart, but once you get to the eligibility of bringing carbonos, right, once you get to morning of day eight, then you have to bring multiple carbonos. It's too late. So we're looking for someone that became Tame after the clock restarted before he could bring carbonos. So you're looking for that little sliver of time from afternoon of day seven. Who holds that the clock restarts afternoon? Day seven is Rabbi by Yehuda. Okay. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, why don't you say this? The Gemara assumes that according to Rebbe, when does the clock restart? Day eight, right? Before Karbanos. When does in Jewish law, when does day start? The night before. So the Gemara says, wait, wait a minute. Why can't it be Rebbe? And you're looking for a, when the clock restarted before eligibility to bring Karbanos, the night of day eight. The clock restarts, because we assume the clock restarts the night of day eight, but you can't bring Karbanos that night. 
So that's, again, once you get to the eligibility, meaning once it's roi lahavi carbon, once it's a time that you could bring a carbon, then you're already going to, every toma is going to require another carbon. But you have to wait for the eligibility, you have to wait for the clock to restart. So we said it can't work according to Rebbe. Why not? We're assuming right now that according to Rebbe, the clock actually restarts not the morning of day eight, but actually the night before, because that's in Jewish law, day eight starts the night before, at Seisakochavim. But you can't bring Karbanos at Seisakochavim. So it's after the clock restarted, before the eligibility to bring Karbanos. It's easy. So the Gemara says, Why can't it be that you became Tameh the night before day eight? Where the clock restarted, we're assuming, by the way, obviously, any time the Gemara makes an assumption, you can see where it's going to be headed. The Gemara assumes that there's, meaning, we, we always thought, I'm going to say this much more, much more simply. The reason why it didn't work according to Rebbe is because we're looking for a time where the clock restarted before the eligibility of us, and we thought they were the same. We thought they were both happening synonymously. They were happening at the exact same time, which is... It was happy, both happening morning of eight, eight, day eight. We thought that the, the clock restarted, eligibility and carbonus are happening at the exact, exact same time. The Gemara says they're not happening at the same time. The clock restarts the night before. So the Gemara answers, and the Gemara says, and the fact that you didn't mention this, you know what the Gemara says? You know what it must be? The Gemara says it must be the clock does restart at night, but eligibility to bring carbonos is considered at night as well. Meaning, while Night is not a practical time you could bring a carbon because there are special laws that you can't bring a carbon after the Tamil Shal ben Rabbim. You can't bring carbonos at night, but it's still considered eligible to bring carbonos. So the Gemara says it must be, again, the fact that you did never went with Rebbe means it happening at the same time. So if we're assuming that the clock restarts the night before, that must mean eligibility to bring carbonos happens the night before. Meaning, in other words, if someone, according to Rebbe, according to Rebbe, just Rebbe, again, clock restarts day eight. That's what we're assuming. If someone becomes Tame day seven, how many carbonos does he bring? One. Because he didn't become Tame after the clock restarted. If someone becomes Tame day eight, how many carbonos do you bring? Two. One for the first, one for the second. So the Gemara says, well, what happens if you became Tame the night before day eight? It must be that it restarts the clock. The Gemara is assuming the clock restarts the night of day eight. But the eligibility for Gemara is also considered the night of day eight. You'd have to bring two. That's what the Gemara says. So the Gemara says, no. The answer is no. We don't know, according to Rabbi, when the eligibility begins. All we know is they're happening at the same time. Meaning, either the clock restarts the night before, but so does the eligibility. Or the clock restarts the morning of, and so is the eligibility. So the fact, so don't, I don't know what would happen if you became tummy at night, because I don't know if it's past the eligibility or not. All I know is that the Naziris, restarting the clock and the eligibility to bring Carbonus are the same. Either they're at the night before or the morning of. I, I don't know. That's why it can't be according to Revi, because again, we're looking for, uh, uh, the, to answer the riddle, you're looking for a situation where the, the, the clock restarted before the eligibility carbonus. It can't be according to Revi, for sure. I don't know when it happens, but all I know is they're happening at the same time. So what would be an afkamina? If a person were to become Tameh the night before the eighth day, would he bring two carbonus according to Revi? We don't know. It, I, I don't know, because if the clock restarted already, then yes, if the clock didn't, no, we just don't know when the clock restarts according to Rabbi. All we know is that they're the same. That's all we know. Okay, now, that wasn't too bad. I thought that would be harder. Okay, so let's just finish up. Um, very smart crowd. 
Yeah, so he's a, he's a nailing it. Well, he no, also also he's British, so that helps. So yeah, that, that helps. Um, so so the, 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 just to basically conclude all the opinions, very simple. We had a shaila of when does the clock restart? Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, it's the day seven after shaving. Rebbe, it's the morning of day eight before the karbanos are brought. Now we're going to bring other opinions. And I think other opinions that I think are much more what we would assume. Because Rebbe, again, it's based on Xerxes Akasa. It's a little funny because it's the morning of day eight before the Karbanos. So the Gemara says, Gufa, let's just a- reanalyze this. If you become Tami on day seven, you only bring one carbon because the clock didn't restart. Maybe carbon on If you became Tami day eight, multiple day eights, right? Day eight before you brought the carbon. You became Tameh. A week later, before you brought the carbon, you became Tameh. So, you have to bring multiple karbanos uh, because day eight restarts the clock. But umaschal umonim yad. By the way, this is just a, an interesting thing. This is just a, a technicality. Uh, you became Tameh on Sunday. I don't want to do this. You become Tameh on a certain day. Okay, Eight days later, morning that you're supposed to bring your carbon, you became Tameh again. So how many karbanos do you bring? Two. One for the first, one for the second. Seven days later, you do the tahara, everything, you're good to go. You could restart the clock day seven. Why? If you remember Revelaz's opinion, Revelaz's opinion is because you only have to wait to bring a carbon when there was a moment of tahara. The first set there was, not the second set. Meaning the first set, you were Tahar, then became Tameh. That was the case. You were Nazir, that became Tameh. So therefore, you have to bring Karbanos. Revelyez's opinion is you don't bring Karbanos when you started your Naziris in a state of Tumah. The second set, it's the equivalent of starting your Naziris in a state of Tumah because when did the second set restart? You started, restarted the eighth day. You never had a full day of Tahara. Revelyez's opinion is that you only bring a Karban. We had in the Mishnah, you only bring a Karban for Tumah when you were a Nazir that was Tahar for one day. If you became a Nazir, and then on the day of your Naziris you became Tameh, you do not bring a carbon according to Eliezer. So the first set you bring a carbon for, the second set you don't. Because, meaning the second set, you, 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 don't, have to re- you don't have to wait for day eight because there is no carbonus on day eight because you never were a Nazir Tahar that became Tameh. It's a technicality. It's considered restarting on that clock. Correct, correct. So that, okay, fine. But basically, but the first opinion is, this is the main thing to walk away, don't, don't get too bogged down on that part, but the main thing to walk away from is that the clock restarts day, the morning of day before the Karbanas are brought. And that's the same opinion as Rebbe. Then you have the Chachamim. They say, no. The clock only restarts. By the way, why is it important to know when the clock restarts and the eligibility is because once you're eligible to bring a Karban and the clock has restarted, you'll have to bring Karbanas multiple times for each, each action of Tumah. The Chachamim say, no. The, the eligibility in clock does not restart the morning of day eight. It's after you bring the chadas. It's after you're atoned. Right? You ask someone, when does the clock restart for your naziris? So I understand. Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, it's the shaving, because that's an atonement. Rebbe is a funny opinion. It's the morning of day eight, basically. It's a little hard to know, because it's the morning or you could become tahar. Okay. Then, yacham is very simple. After you bring your chadas. Your chadas is an atonement. After, by the way, there's three karbanas that you have to bring. A chadas, an asham, and an ola. After the chadas. The chattas is the atonement. 
That's that's when you restart the clock. The Chum say, Hey If after the Khatas, then you restart the clock, then you're eligible, then if you become Tama, you have to spe- bring a special carbon. According to the Chum, it's the Khatas that's the Bring the Khatas. By the way, you don't have to bring the Asham. Meaning, you have to bring the Asham, but even before the Asham is brought, the, cha- the clock already restarts after the Chathas. Then you have Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishav Yechem and Broika. He says, no. Keshem shechathasim yakvasei, kach ashamay ma'akvay. Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishav Yechem and Broika disagrees. He says, I believe that you have to bring the Karbonas to restart the clock, but why are you starting, stopping with the Chathas? It's the Chathas and the Asham, right? Out of the three Karbonas, what brings the atonement? Chathas and an Asham. So Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishav Yechem and Broika says, the clock doesn't restart after the Chathas, it restarts after the Chathas and the Asham are brought. You have to bring both. What, but I mean, according to Rabbi Shmuel, if you bring the chatas, then become tame. It's it's still one set. You don't have to bring a second set. It's the chatas and the asham that restarts the clock. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Again, what's the what's the source? With, let's say go with Rebbe. Why does Rebbe say it's the morning of? Why not say after the Karbanas are brought? Because if you remember, we had the extra words Bayomahu, which are superfluous, which are to say the like the clock restarts earlier than you'd think. So the Gemara says, but I'll say this outside of According to Rebbe Yezer, when does the clock restart? It's the morning of. Bayomahu is to tell you the morning of. According to the Chum, what do they do with the Bayomahu morning of? It's to tell you that it starts before the Asham. Meaning, you might think it starts after the Asham, it starts before the Asham. Bayomahu means it starts before you thought. What does Rebbe Shmuel B'nai Shavriachim do with the word Bayomahu? Because according to him, it starts after the entire atonement process. It's after the shaving, it's after the chatas, it's after the yashem. So what does he do with Be'omahu? So I was going to say, Be'omahu is to tell you that it starts even before you brought the ola. You have the chatas and the yashem. You might think that you have to bring all three karbanos. No, Be'omahu, it's before the ola. Because the ola is not an atonement. Which is also why do you need a pasuk? So the Kamara says, "Bish Miller Rav Liazer." I understand Rav Liazer says that the atonement, the the, clo- the start, the clock restarts the morning of before the karbanos. Amar Rav Kivish is Rosho Bayomahu. Bayomahu is extra to tell you after Bishlohevi Karbanosav that Bayomahu is to tell you that the clock restarts even before the karbanos are brought. And the Rabbanon who say that the clock restarts after the chatas before the Ashamahu Afal Bishlohevi Ashamai, they use the word Bayomahu to tell you that the clock restarts before the Asham. Ella Rav Yishmol Ahu Lameli. What does Rabbi Shmuel do with the word Bayomahu? Bayomahu implies that the clock restarts earlier than expected, but according to him, the clock restarts after the Chatas and the Asham. So how can it be earlier? The answer is Bayomahu tells you that the clock restarts before the Ola. So the Gemara says the Rabbanon. Why do they not agree with that? They say Ola Ola is not an atonement; it's a gift to Hashem. Why would I think that? The clock, listen, the clock is going to restart after you're atoned. So, you, you, yeah, according to Rabbi Shemal, a special pasuk to tell you that it's before the Ola. Rabbi like, of course it's before the Ola. The Ola is not part of the atonement. But Yoma, who must be before the Asham? Now, just to, uh, just to finish up, my time at the Rabbanon, what is the sheet of the Rabbanon that they hold that the clock restarts after the Chathas before the Asham? What is the Rabbanon's source that the Asham is sort of, does not, the clock does not, is not totally on the Asham? So the answer is Detanya. The Braisa says, He dedicates himself to Hashem for the days of his Naziris. And he brings in Asham. So the Gemara says like this, why do you need the Pasuk to specifically mention the Asham when the Pasuk has already described the Karbanos? Because generally the Asham is the, is the Me'akiv. It's, 
it's integral for the atonement process. And until you bring an asham throughout the Torah, the asham usually brings the atonement. So you might think, you might think that the asham prevents him from restarting the clock. That's why the Pasuk says, meaning he becomes a Nazar. Then he brings the asham, that he becomes a Nazar even before he brings the asham. And the only thing that's Ma'akiv is the Chatas. What does Rabbi Shmuel do? Because Rabbi Shmuel believes that the asham is Ma'akiv, that you only start the clock after the asham. He, how does he read the Pasuk? You know how he reads it? When am I a Nazar? The Pasuk says, when am I a Nazar? When I bring the Asham. Meaning, you thought it's, the way you read the Pasuk, it's, you're a Nazar. Then you bring the Asham. He says, no, when am I a Nazar? When I have already brought the Asham. So he reads it in the past tense. So that the Nazar brings the Asham, then he restarts the clock. That's Rabbi Shmuel's way to understand that. Now let me just... Uh, exactly. Uh,